Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a global original podcast. I'm Al, that's JK, and this is the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. In today's episode, we will be sharing with you the ultimate dad's guide to surviving Christmas, plus another confession from a dad seeking forgiveness for tying up his son, plus the household chore of sorting the bins is back on the agenda again, and JK has new tech. And hopefully he's found me the tech that I've been searching for for quite a while. Oh, All shit. All that and more on the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Ah, yes! Yes! I, do you know what I did? Right, you I'm, didn't look, did you? You no, didn't look. Do you know what the problem was? I, one thing I ask of you, JK. I, one thing. Okay, just re- okay. Rem- for those that are listening and, and weren't listening last, remind us what it was again. Okay, so last week I said to JK, as he's the tech guru, um, I said to him, could he please find me a projector that projects the solar system onto the ceiling because I'm looking for one for my uh, for Ted's bedroom. We're redoing his bedroom and we really want one. Yeah, so basically... When what you, happened, mate? Well, when you, when you said that, I was like, okay, I need to put that in my iPhone calendar just to make sure that I, I do it. And we got chatting after we finished recording. And oh, then, don't blame me on yeah. the chatting. <laughs> and, then, and then I totally forgot about it. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of where we stand with that. Okay. Yeah. Shall I redo that intro and say, uh, plus, JK does not have new tech, <laughs> no. and he disappointed his co-host by not researching. <laughs> I, I have once again, I have once again um, upset you. Just to remind me again, um, you didn't want crappy stars and stuff. You wanted a proper sort of galaxy, didn't you? You wanted yeah, uh, like the actual solar system. Like, like I don't. Yeah, I don't just want like a projector of stars. Yeah, I want something that's projecting. You know, you know, like the like like it looks like it's you're looking for a telescope. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I've already found one for you. <laughs> I'll give it a rest, mate. No, honestly. <laughs> you mean something? Do you mean something like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically like that, yeah. But does that, can I put that on a shelf and that can project across the ceiling? Well, it projects up. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't want that in the middle of the room that's projecting up. You know, no, I think you can, be... well, yeah, you might, if you angled it a little bit, it might be all right. I'll, 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 don't worry, I'll keep, I'll keep on it, but that's quite nice on that one. Okay. Anyway, uh, right, shall, how, I don't know, I was about to say, shall we crack on? We haven't had a chat yet. How, how are you? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. Thank you, mate. I, um, what's new? What's new in the world of, of Al? I mean, nothing really. I like the fact that you're talking about yourself in the third person. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, we've reached a new low. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, let's just do this quickly. Okay. You can stop me if you want, but 
the American elections. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Now, I'm, I am not going to um, share my political bias or in my which way I would sway. To be honest, I probably wouldn't sway either way. Yeah. But... It's a, it's a bit of a farce, isn't it? Like the whole thing is a bit of a joke, and and I mean that respectfully. But the, what it it where I'm at with it, yeah. <laughs> and like I, I we, Jen and I talk about this all the time, and, and I've talked about, about it with her parents. It's it, it feels as though I'm watching a reality TV show, yes, rather than the the presidential election of one of the most one of the most powerful countries in the world it feels like everyone on both sides is just playing games uh, yeah i hear you i hear you are you are you also talking about the um the classic story that was was it it came out was it oh, probably two or three days ago and that was about the four seasons are you are you have you heard about that um, yeah, I have. Um, but remind me, it, it's ringing, ringing my bell. So wasn't it wasn't Trump <laughs> trying to organise something at the Four Seasons, yes, and everyone yes, assumed exactly. it was the Four Seasons Hotel in? Yeah, but actually, it was some parking lot in. It was a garden centre. It was a garden yeah, centre yeah. next to some sort of parking lot and, and an adult store. And yeah, this, and Rudy Giuliano stood up. Basically, they they had this makeshift backdrop, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and <laughs> since then, the uh, the Four Seasons Garden Centre have now done their own slogans. I think you can buy merchandise with um, "Make America Rake Again." <laughs> <laughs> And the other one was Lawn and Order. <laughs> nice. And this nice. is what I do love about this whole thing. Yes, I know yeah. it's very serious for the people of America and freedom of speech, blah, blah, blah. But the other stuff that's going on in the background, I think, well, I think, wasn't there something important that was happening and they were trying to get hold of Trump and he was on the golf course. Was that right? There yes. was something about yeah, that yeah, as well. Yeah. And Exactly, yeah. Do you yeah, know what it reminds me of? He went and played golf. It reminds me of that, that Ryan Seacrest has produced this whole series of what we call the the American election for president, um, a bit like he does for Kim Kardashian and the Kardashians. That's what it seems like to me. It does actually seem like a reality show. Yeah, it absolutely does. Now, I and I, I could talk about this for hours because I'm really into America a culture, American politics. I'm really into it. And um, so I could talk about this forever. But one thing that I... I heard, which I think is probably the best thing that could have happened in this scenario, in my mind. This is a bit of a personal opinion. But there were, the way the voting worked is that you could you vote for people in the Senate and the House, and then you also vote for the, the president. And, and basically what some people have done is they voted for the Republican in the Senate to keep the control of the Senate, but then they didn't vote for Trump. They voted for Biden. So basically you've got a Biden as the, as the president, but he can't really do anything because the Republicans run the Senate. So if he said, I want to do this, he'd get blocked at every level, basically. So it essentially makes a stalemate, which I think is probably one of the best outcomes that could possibly happen, because that means that neither party can really do anything, <laughs> which, which I think is like, let's just stop them from doing anything, OK? We'll just, just everyone get their heads down and see what, just get through the next few years. Please tell me you've seen the, the video doing the rounds of um, Trump and Biden. Well, obviously it's not Trump and Biden, but it's lookalikes and they're at that, yeah. that party and he's on is yes. he on the hopper or something like that? And he's like, I want to go. You, you, you can't go. I don't want to go. You've got to go now, Mr. President. Yeah. We've got to go. I think this is the, the one win that's come out of all this sort of stuff. And even like coronavirus and, and, and lockdown, the great things that have come out of it usually come out of it in meme form. 
That's what I say. Yes. The meme yeah. in 2020 has been strong. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but yeah, you're right, exactly. And and let's finish with this because let's not get too bogged down with American politics. But for me, it, this this whole situation has emphasised, and I think it was the case with Brexit as well, but has emphasised the polarisation of politics and how that impacts individuals and i think that that is the biggest lesson we can everyone should take from this is that it shouldn't be them and us and it shouldn't be i hate everything that biden stands for or i hate everything that trump stands for it should be nah there's some good there's some bad there's some good there's some bad let's find a way of of working through this together and and coming together in the middle like yes politics like i might be on the right for one thing but left in another thing and i think the polarization of politics is the problem at the moment in my mind but I don't know. I don't know enough about this. I know that you actually stay up late and and watch and analyze and listen to podcasts and stuff about this sort of thing, do. don't you? I know I that you love it. But what, the only thing that I, and tell me if I'm wrong. The only thing that I see as a bonus when when Trump was running the country, you know, was was running was was president, is that he was good at a business deal. That's that's from what I've seen or read or heard. He 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 was ruthless when it came to business, and as we know of Trump anyway, Trump Towers, The Apprentice, whatever. Yeah, okay. Mm. So I knew that. But what else was he good at? Because apart from, well, apart from giving us someone to impersonate, you know, the, the again, the impersonations <laughs> were strong. Um, but I, I he literally, I, I genuinely, my personal opinion, I just think he's a vile individual. Yeah, but the, pro- the the point here is that if there was another individual in that position, and, but everything else had been exactly the same, i.e. you didn't have... Like, Trump is his own worst enemy because he says the most stupid things. He, he, he just he seems like he's thick. Things. It seems yeah. like... I, I, genuinely, I think that me and you would do a better job yeah. of running another country. But but that but if you remove those stupid things that he said, and you put me or you or Joe, like let's put Joe Biden for, as a you play devil's advocate. If you put Joe Biden in that situation, and he did everything that Trump did, just without all the stupidness, then actually probably people wouldn't have as big an issue as they do with the last four years. Because realistically, I think I mean I'm saying this. Obviously, there's stuff where people, politics impacts different people differently, of mm. course. But economy's been strong. Uh, like um, when Barack Obama passed over to Trump, the number one most pressing issue was the imminent threat of um, uh, what's his face, the dictator in North Korea. You know that whole Kim situation. Kim Jong Un. You know that situation. Now uh, Trump defused that. He was the only elect, um, president to actually have a meeting with him, and, and they got on. They had a bit of mutual respect, and he has he, his kind of foreign policy has done gone some way. Anyway, not, I don't really want to start defending Trump or anything like that. But my point is, is that people don't like Trump. They don't necessarily hate everything that he's done or everything that the the um the party has done in the last four years and i think that's the point if you take away trump if you if people can separate trump from what's happened or trump from the republican party then then actually i don't think it's been as bad as people i.e the media make out that's my point trump is a fool he's an absolute fool i no 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 trump is a bellend that's what he is he's an absolute (laughs) bellend 
You know, that, that, and that's we're going back to school here. That, he's a bell end. Um, well, look, let's let's hope that there is a brighter future. And like you say, yes, okay, fine. There were some things that he was good at, but let look, look he surely he knew that all the rest of the world was were just taking the piss out of him. He must know that, yeah. or is yeah. he so arrogant that he didn't even think that? You know, yeah. And, but, 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 and when he starts losing again, this is another thing I saw. Another meme. We'll, we'll stop in a minute. When um, whenever something's not going his way, straight away it's rigged. It's rigged. It's rigged. Yeah, but the, yeah, but e- equally, I mean, yes, you're absolutely right. But equally, the Democrats have spent the last four years saying the exact same thing that the only reason Trump won was because it was rigged by Russian interference. Like they did, they asked, they have spent the last four years saying the exact same thing. Yeah, but that's one. That's one thing. It doesn't matter what yeah, happens yeah, with Trump. Tr- everything is rigged. Everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, every single did, thing. Have you, have you heard that he he has the club record at all his golf clubs? Does all he? his golf courses. Oh, yeah. funny but, that, yeah. But do you know how he gets them? No. It's because he, but when he opens the course, he plays the very first round of golf, right? And then and then he declares himself like, oh, that's the best round of golf anyone's ever done on this course because he's the only person to have done it. <laughs> and then he, then he stops the competition. <laughs> you see, that's why I like him. Okay, there, there, I like that. It's, it's the arrogance, yeah. it's the, yeah, yeah. In the context of golf, that's really funny. In the context of global warfare, he's not, not so funny. funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, let's leave it at that. Let's anyway, do a confession. We, let's do it. Welcome back. You join us in the confessional. I, I must apologise. I had no intention of going down the American political route there. Yeah, and, but we wouldn't um, have got the story about Trump and the golf course, which I love. Well, that, so, that is true. You know. That is true. Um, anyway, let's get back to uh, the confession. It's a good one this week. Uh, it's most enjoyable, most entertaining. Um, and, and genuinely, this, this dad is looking for some forgiveness. I think, I think there's an air of dad guilt on this one. Okay. Okay. It says this. Dear JK and Al, I'm sharing this anonymously because my fear of social services being called. This was not my finest hour of parenting. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. My three-year-old was kicking off something chronic. Our go-to discipline technique, courtesy of the great super nanny, is to use timeout. We have a small chair in the corner of the dining room as the designated timeout chair. He has to sit there for the allotted time of timeout which is never more than a couple of minutes, to be honest, as long as he's calmed down and apologised. Anyway, this particular occasion, he was so riled up that he wouldn't stay on the chair. I'd put him on it, he'd run away. I'd put him on it, he'd run away. I've seen this happen on Super Nanny, and she's always said just to be persistent and just keep putting him back. So I did, but his stubbornness was unreal and showed no sign of letting up. At this point, I noticed next to the timeout chair was a pile of washing, which sparked an idea. I grabbed a muslin and a pair of my jeans and proceeded to tie my son to the chair. I told him to calm down and that I would untie him in four minutes once he'd apologised. I then left the room to make a coffee in the kitchen. I pulled out my phone to try and escape the stress of the tantrum he'd just had. And before I knew it, I'd fallen down a rabbit hole on Facebook Watch. (laughs) Three quarters of a coffee later and several videos, I remembered that he was still tied up on the timeout chair. Obviously, knowing he couldn't escape, he literally just sat there tied to the timeout chair. (laughs) 
I rushed in and profusely apologised. He was fine, but I had quite literally tied my son to a chair for almost 15 minutes. Why didn't he shout? I don't know. Perhaps he was scared from being actually tied up. Anyway, what do you think, boys? Am I forgiven? <laughs> do you know what? The answer for me straight away is yes, and I'll tell you why. You, 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 mentioned, you mentioned two words there, Facebook watch. I fall down that hole every single time. Oh, don't you? I mean, yeah. listen, a Mike Tyson video can come up of him boxing. I'll watch that. Then I'll scroll down. Then there's another one. Oh, look, and then look what, you know, the, you know what the bots do. Oh, he likes, he likes fighting. Let's put some ultimate boxing in, some ultimate kickboxing in. Oh, he likes yeah. that. Oh, and then there's a dog video. Oh, I like the dog video. Oh, then the bots start to put more dog, the dog video compilation of the greatest fails. Yeah. I mean, you can be there for days, not hours, yeah. days. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, Facebook watch is the reason why Jen genuinely thinks that I spend 15 minutes pooing. I mean, I don't. I probably spend 30 seconds pooing and 14 and a half minutes on Facebook. There was a compilation the other day of builders, builder mistakes. And the first one was so good and I just had to keep watching. And if, and if there's anything which is um, uh, CCTV fails, I mean, I'm there straight away. I'll be there yeah. for days. I love it. Exactly. So I'll be saying that his mistake with this wasn't the tying up. Like, that's fine. Like, yeah, tie up as much as you want. The mistake was getting your phone out and watching Facebook. Facebook watch. <laughs> because what did you expect? You're what fall. did you expect was going to happen? You are going to fall down that hole of Facebook watching. You ain't coming out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You you watch 10 seconds, you're there for 10 minutes, mate. <laughs> take, take Al's advice here. If you're going to have a Facebook watch binge session, go to the toilet when you've got nothing else to do. That's when to do it, all right? And and don't get me wrong, you know you will actually get up with a, a mark on your uh, on your legs, so two red marks on your legs. <laughs> two little red and dots if, on your elbows. If you've been there too long, you will get up and go, oh my God, my legs, ah, ah, and you will fall back down on the toilet because it hurts so much and it's dead. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm forgiven, absolutely forgiven. On that subject... Oh, by the way, sorry, I should say. Yeah, I'm forgiven, and I think it's good fun as well. I think that's a good story to be able to tell. We, we often say this, like, it's it's a nice story to share at a dinner party or yep. in 10 years' time, say, oh, yeah, I tied my son up once for 15 minutes. Yep. didn't even notice. You know, that kind of thing. Um, but interestingly, I don't want to get too graphic. This might be a bit revolting. But when you are watching Facebook Watch on the toilet... Mm. Do once you finish the your, the actual process of of what you're doing, do you wipe and then stay sitting down, or do you not wipe and watch 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 and then wipe? <laughs> what do you mean? So you, what if you finish your wipe and then carry on watching? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, with my pants down, sat on the toilet still, but I, I, but clean. <laughs> but okay, so you've in that case what? So if you right, so you've 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 gone behind, you've wiped, you're clean. Are you about to finish, and then all of a sudden you see CCTV fails come up next on Facebook Watch, um, and then you stay there for a little bit longer thinking, ah, do you know what, if I go out, I've got to put the bins out or something, so I'll yeah, just stay yeah. here for a bit. Yeah, but yeah. with your pants down. With your pants still. down, yeah. Well, you've got yeah. to, because we've got a wind. so our door, if you remember our bathroom downstairs, it's got, yeah. it's got frosted glass, so I still need to be sitting down regardless of whether or not I'm finished, because I can get busted <laughs> otherwise. So Because they'll know. Because they'll know, so I have to stay Jessica, sitting. Are you pulling standing up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, oh, oh shit, I didn't realise I could do this. Wow. Oh, look at the mess. Oh. <laughs> Well, well, there you go. Okay, so forgiven, and also um, a little top tip about how to watch Facebook Watch. There mm, you go. Yeah. That was a good one. Um, make sure you keep them coming in. How do they get involved, Al? If you want to send in your confession, you can do that at dadsnet.com forward slash confession, or you can send us a message on social media at the dadsnet or at 
at JK Jason King. But do get in touch. We love reading your stories uh, and they genuinely keep me well entertained. When they come in, I read them, always have a laugh to myself and then I have to choose the best one. And obviously you don't hear them, but they're really good. For, they're, they're really entertaining. So yeah, please do keep them coming in. Right, coming next, are we talking Christmas or are we doing dad therapy? We're doing dad therapy. Sorry, that's uh, not dad therapy. The whole the whole reason we chose father therapy is because obviously oh, yeah. it was... Yeah, the alliteration. That's what I meant. I couldn't say it. Father therapy is next. So welcome to father therapy. Uh, this is your moment. You know, maybe there's something that's just, just getting on your tits a little bit. Maybe it's, you know, it's all a bit too much. Maybe it's just me and Al that... You know, you can share this sort of thing with. Um, we're going to do a little bit of father therapy. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. I mean, I'm actually really valuing these sessions. Yeah, like I just realised. It's to kind of Tuesday main, night. They're mainly for us, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, and if anyone enjoys listening, fine. If yeah, not, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I do. I guess a Tuesday night and I just think, oh, God, I can't wait till tomorrow where I can let this, this off my chest in, in a safe environment. Mm. Now, I know that we talk about the bins a yep. lot. Yep. We've talked about pink jobs and blue jobs. We've talked about you being head of bins and you're the one that takes the bins out. Don't forget the other job that I've got now, which is uh, head of water. Yeah, I thought that was a good one, actually. I've got water admin, yeah. We've got a fridge that's got one of those water dispensers and I have to put it into a Brissax filter and then put it into the actual bloody fridge. So I'm that's another job I've got. I'm head <laughs> of, head of filtered logic. water. That's what I am now. Yeah, it's, it's it's a promotion here. Right? <laughs> it's another bloody job I don't want. <laughs> anyway, right. So this is this is this is our setup, right? We've got a sink, obviously in the kitchen, mm. and it's one of those sinks where you've got the main bowl, but then you've also got like the little section where you can rinse stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or chuck your food. You got a fun. double one. Yeah, a dual underneath, sink. I think is what they call a, a dual, dual sink. sink. And underneath the sink was the bin, right? Mm. So what Jen would do, and we've talked about this at length with Jen. We, I, we haven't. I have spoken. Yeah, yeah, at length. yeah. I definitely wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> you were part of it. No, no. I wouldn't want. But it actually, I, I would appreciate if you could be next time. Well, you know, st- strength in numbers. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so but what Jen would do was, if there was rubbish, if she was cooking something, and and there was uh, like packets or, or kind of waste, she would put it into the small section of the sink, which is above the bin mm. and then what we'd have to do is it would all get wet and then we'd have to put our hands in it it would all be manky it would all be dirty it would all be like covered in bits of food it would be gross we have to then lift that out into the bin which is underneath so I said to Jen well, instead of putting it in there why don't you put it straight in the bin yeah. right makes sense would she do it hell no. no I don't know why right now what she's done which I think was I think was to stop the conversation is she's moved the bin so instead of the bin being under the sink it's now the other end of the kitchen so now there's no now to put things in the bin you have to literally carry it the length of the kitchen now it's not a long kitchen of course it's what three or four meters but the point is is that it was very convenient just to swipe things straight into the bin she wouldn't do it and now she's moved the bin to be even worse can anybody help me understand the logic behind this that's that's not even you know that's just damn right nasty i mean that is not on okay look there is a way you can get around this What's her favourite thing in the kitchen? What is it? I mean, she spends a lot of time with the dishwasher. Okay, so she likes the dishwasher, yeah? Yeah? 
No, no, no. Just favourite thing. Trust me. So she, she she likes the dishwasher. Is that where she spends most of her time? This isn't sexist conversation. I'm <laughs> no, just but... asking you where, you know, is it the is it the sink? Is it the dishwasher? Is it the cooker? Is it the I don't know? Is it is it the wine cooler? Whatever it is, what's her favourite thing? I don't know. But... I've never heard anyone who have a favourite part of the kitchen. Okay, let's say it's the dishwasher, right? Let's okay. say it's that. Yeah. So what you're going to do now is you're going to move that dishwasher into your bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> and, and see how she feels. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Dishwasher is a bad example because it's like a. It's it's a. No. No. Abs- no. Put the dishwasher up into the bedroom. Well, it's integrated. Screw it. Take yeah. the door off. Take it up there and go, Jen. This is how strongly I feel about you moving the bin away from the sink. From now on, if you look, I don't mind. I don't mind making the trek up to the bedroom to put the dishes away. I don't. But do you? <laughs> Play her in her own game. Put the toaster in the bathroom upstairs. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, maybe, or maybe the kettle. Maybe it's the kettle. Put the wine rack in the shed down the bottom of the garden. See how she yeah. likes that. Yeah, exactly. Well, mind you, she'll just take it again, baby. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll go. <laughs> right, for me, very quickly. So we, we've got a puppy uh, who is now 13 weeks old, Coco, the cocker spaniel. And Coco is a spaniel, which means she is slightly, you know, hyperactive. We had a Labrador before. She was the laziest dog in the world, and I loved her dearly for it. So now we've got the total other end of the scale. So at the moment, she's just starting walking, and uh, she's she's obviously pulling. She's not quite sure what to do. So it takes time. It takes training. I've trained dogs before. I don't know if you know. I used to live on a farm. I grew up on a farm. So did you know? I don't know if you knew that. No, okay. I've never heard that Well, and um, we had lots of sheep dogs. So I've, I've trained dogs in the past. So I, I know what to do. I'm a bit rusty, but I know what to do. So... Um, I'm like, okay, look, I, she said, like, the, the dog needs to be a bit more trained on the lead. Okay, I can do that. That's absolutely fine. But I can't do it whilst I've got two kids with me. So whenever I take the dog for a walk, because obviously, fair enough, Charlie's working, so she can't have the kids as well. I've got to take the kids. But I can't train a bloody dog when I've got two kids to look out for as well. And you're crossing roads, and yeah. then one wants to go to the park, one doesn't, one says they've got a tummy ache, one needs to have a wee, one needs a drink, one wants a snack, one stood yeah. in dog shit. I mean, how am I supposed to train a bloody dog when I've got the kids with me as well? I, I have a solution here. Yeah. I can't get rid of the dog. No, it's not getting rid of the dog. You ready? Yeah. Put them all on leads. That's a great idea. And then you're training them all in one group. That is a fantastic idea. Yeah. And actually... It, I think that... Yeah. yeah the, well, the kids need a bit of training. They've gone a bit yeah. feral. So, exactly. I mean, and also, I don't have to be too cruel. I don't really have to put um, a collar around their neck. I can use one of those harnesses like they do, like, yeah. like Coco's got. So, yeah, to, you exactly. know, that's, that's absolutely fine. Yeah, I can do that. Do you think that's I'd it. be able to put overnight, just so they don't come into our bed, I could put them in the crate? Just to make sure that they're still getting exercise, I can put the kids on a retractable lead. So that's, yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, well, maybe that's the way yeah. forward. I, I think Charlie will, you know, will frown upon it. But we'll, look, it's worth the chat, isn't it? It's worth the chat. I think it's worth it. I think give it a go. Good. And take a photo and put it on social media. Yeah, I might not do that. <laughs> I might lose my job. Um, so there you go. There, there's, there's and some, your wife. Yeah, and, and, and your kids. I might, I might lose my entire life. <laughs> You'll just be sat there like... Uh, I'm not quite sure if father therapy is a good idea. Should we... <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, hang on. We, we let, let, this is for letting things off your chest. This is not for advice. Oh, right, okay, right. So I don't take this literally, no? Okay. No, 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 no. Quite the opposite, in fact. Let's stop. Right, coming next, we're talking about the build-up to Christmas. 
Okay, well, welcome back. Now, where are we? We're, what, mid-November? So I think right. this will be going out on the 25th of November. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, we're quite, we're quite up, up, up front. Right. So okay. we're... we're right, re- getting close then. And we're <laughs> recording this sort of mid-November, yeah. Yeah, okay, right. So we're well into the Christmas season, bearing in mind that... Lockdown, bring Christmas early, bring it early. Yeah. We want the feel I mean, good. I've seen, I've seen Christmas stuff since mid-October, probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, if not early October. Anyway, um, one thing that I think we... we I, I'm of the mindset of embrace it. We can't fight the Christmas festivities coming early. We can't. So I I say embrace it, work with it. And so what I've done is I, I've, I've put together six-step survival guide to planning and executing Christmas. Okay. I like this. How does that sound? This is brilliant, yeah. This is really right. good. Okay. So, step number one, play to your strengths. Now, this is a bit savvy from my dad's point of view, well, from my point of view, particularly. Right. Play to your strengths. Divide the jobs between you and your partner. And that includes planning as well as actually executing on, on you know, throughout the, the you know, Christmas Eve, uh, yeah. Christmas Day, Boxing Day, whatever else. We better put um, a disclaimer on this. Um, if, if your kids are listening or there are kids nearby, we're obviously about to talk about Christmas. So you might want to just p- put them in the other room or just go into headphones just in case we say something which they might not want to hear. Just in case. Just in I'm case. Not, I don't think I'm going to go down that route. Oh, no, I, I am going to go there. Out. I am going to go oh, there. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, so, okay, so just put the kids in another room. Okay. So this is playing to your strengths. It's divide the jobs between you and your partner. Things like wrapping. Now, I can't wrap a present to save my life. Like if someone said, you, I'll give you a million pounds to make sure that is neatly wrapped, I can try. It's never going to happen. Okay. What the hell is that? Oh, someone's screaming. No, it's not. It's not someone drilling. <laughs> is it someone drilling? It sounded like someone was screaming outside your office window. Yeah, it did, didn't it? Anyway, they're right, not. They're drilling. Well, not that I can see, at least. Um, so rapping, you were talking about. I am a great yeah, rapper. Yeah. Get out of town. No, really? I am brilliant. Yeah, Charlie always compliments okay. me on the rapping of her presence. And now if there's no bow or there's no string or whatever you call it, the, what do you call it? Not, what's yeah. this? The, Bun- ribbon. Bunting? Ribbon. Ribbon. Bunting. <laughs> Here you go, baby. Here's a present with some bunting on it. <laughs> I am not a rapper. Like, why, it's why not going to happen. Why has my present got Union Jack bunting on it? Well, I had some left over and Al suggested it. So, <laughs> yeah. What else am I going to rap? Well, exactly, yeah. Um, okay, so this is the thing, playing to your strength. So if you're a good rapper, then you would be the one that's I rapping. I do, yeah. Right? I rap, yeah. However, I do think you've shot yourself in the foot there because I am a terrible rapper, I'm a terrible cook, and I'm terrible at shopping. So when I say playing to my strength, well, what, what I'm do really you do? doing... Well, exactly. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> well, this is the thing. I'm playing to our strengths as a couple. And if Jen is very good at those things, why... why? Sh- well, there's no point in me doing a bad yeah, job but of you, it. No, no, no. But you can't play... Playing to strengths is... You're, tr- you're believing that that is a, an expression which is similar to let's even the load, but you're not doing that. You're playing to your strengths. You're just useless. So yes. you're saying that Jen is doing everything, which I think yes. is unfair. Yes. I mean, you can buy is, the but... alcohol, for instance. So do what I do. Yes. Here's, here's a little tip for you. Every year I save up the Tesco points. I save up the yeah. Nectar points and all that sort of, and the co-op. I'm, I mean, co-op is amazing. And I buy, so let's say in Sainsbury's, I'll buy the alcohol. 
At Tesco, I'll buy the nibbles. And at co-op, I'll buy the snacks. Or not the snacks. I've done the nibbles already. I'll buy something else there. So that's a good little tip. Use your points for Christmas. Yeah, that is a really good tip, actually. I like that. I, I, I'll tell you what I'm very good at. Entertaining. That's a so cop if and when If and when people come around... Look, Jay, you're not, you're not helping me out here. But I don't think... I know. I think <laughs> this is unfair. I think you are useless. I'll tell you what I'm also good at on yep. the day. Getting batteries, setting up the toys, building things that might be coming out, you yeah, know, engaging with the kids. No. Getting batteries means you've just hit add to basket on Amazon. I mean, that's... No, the, uh, not, not actually getting the batteries, but on the day, like putting the batteries in the remote control car. Oh, you haven't even got the batteries. You're only good at putting them in. <laughs> yeah, Jen's ordered them on the shop. Oh, my God. <laughs> what do you do? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, I, I do. But what the point is here, play to your strengths. Like some, like we, we, we will have things that we are better at. Like rapping is a, is a good example. I can help Jen with rap. I can cut the sellotape, things like that. But ultimately... Get, you just get one of those sellotape dispensers which does it automatically. What are you talking about? Jake, you. Like, seriously. Seriously, man. Okay, well, I, can, I bet you as I well. Can... I bet you wait there. I bet you as well. So you're, I can imagine you both there at the table. You've got the sellotape. That's your job to cut the sellotape while she's doing yeah. everything else. You've got yeah. a beer in one hand and you've got that in yeah. the other. How many times has she... watch in the other. <laughs> How many times has she got to tap you and go, Al, I need more sellotape. I just, I just sit there like this. And obviously people can't see, but I just sit there with the scissors, like not even looking. And she just goes, now. And I just <laughs> Snip, now. <laughs> Snip. <laughs> I don't even have to think. Right, next one. Okay, next one. Enlist help. Now, this might be quite, the caveat here is obviously it's going to depend on what Christmas looks like in terms of lockdown restrictions and, and whatever's happening with the coronavirus. But things like um, taking advantage of grandparents or relatives that might be down in the area for Christmas or that live locally for babysitting. So, for example, wrapping with kids, unless you want to wrap it all through the night, which isn't always ideal, getting actually wrapping with the children knocking about is quite a difficult to find the time to do that. Mm. You get a babysitter, get your parents to take them out for the day uh, or, or whatever it might be. But also, and this was an interesting point, adult conversations. Now, in the height of Christmas, when the kids are excited and it's all like the Grinch is on TV and it's just kids stuff here and kids toys there and the kids are excited running around wanting to play games. Having an adult conversation is very important. So enlist help. Get on the phone to your relatives, your friends. Get on Zoom. Obviously, it's been the year of Zoom and video conferencing. So get on Zoom and actually have an adult conversation that doesn't involve how the hell you set up your Power Power Rangers play figures. <coughs> I don't know. Just thinking about nice. That. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. That's the second one. The third one, another interesting concept. Talk to the kids about the costs. How do you do it though? So, but so we we do it this way. The kids have one present from Father Christmas. So, Father, you know, what? Santa will only yeah, only one in their stocking. They will literally have one present. No, they'll have a stocking, but they'll only have one present from Father Christmas. The rest of the presents are from us. And the reason that we do this is we we're firm believers in <clears throat> Father Christmas. If Father Christmas, let's say next door to us, um, little Stevie. Little Stevie next door to us gets, um, I don't know, let's say he just gets a Power Rangers toy. 
However, mm. when little Stevie chats to Noah, my son, and asks what Father Christmas brings, and Noah says, oh, he brought me a bike, he brought me a remote control car, he bought me um, a fort, he bought me... And yeah. he keeps listing stuff. Well, why little Stevie is going to think that Father Christmas likes Noah more than he likes him? So we have this theory where Father Christmas brings one, and it's a good present, it's one big present, a really good present, and mummy and daddy buy the rest of the presents. So where where does he think the stuff in his stocking comes from? No, no, we tell him which one is Father Christmas's uh, present. So we say, this does, is does the present. Everything, okay, does, is everything in the stockings for you? Everything is... No, actually, no, the presents from us are in the stocking and the present from Father Christmas is under the tree. Whoa. Yeah. Now, this is blowing my mind. You are bucking the trend here. I know. See, uh, so in our house... Father Christmas brings the stocking. Yep. That's by the chimney. And and everything that Father Christmas brings, he stuffs into the stocking. Yep. And then everything under the tree is from us. I might have got it wrong. I don't know. <laughs> Do you want to message Charlie and just double check? <laughs> I'm pretty certain that's it. Yeah, no, because yeah, no, because this year I believe that Father Christmas is getting Luna. Uh, um, uh, her very first bike. Yeah, but okay. Let me. So I can't put that in a stocking, can I? Let's let no. But let me just compare that your your analogy there of little Jimmy next door. Was it Jimmy next door? Stevie. It It isn't Stevie. Stevie doesn't live next door, door, but it's just little Stevie. So in our in our house, Father Christmas he brings the stockings, and in the stockings is little stocking fillers like pens or. Um, like a little gimmicky rubber chicken or yeah. just little things that just kind of are quite entertaining little toy bits, nothing terribly exciting. And then and then we will then get the, the larger presents that go under the tree. So if if Ted chats to Noah or Luna in this instance, and Luna says, oh, Father Chris has bought me a bike and Ted's holding a rubber chicken. Like that, that goes against your theory. Maybe it's not the bike that Father Christmas is getting in this year. Maybe Mate, it's, you're all over the shot. You need to get this eye now. Uh, you know how you said that um, you play to your strengths? Yeah, Charlie's strength is sorting out who gets what from Father Christmas and who gets what from us. <laughs> good, good. I can just imagine you on like Christmas Eve night going, oh, where does this go? Holding a bike, like, ooh, trying to shove it up the chimney. Yeah, Father Christmas is bringing a, bringing a Playmobil fairy thing. That's right, yeah. The bike is from us. You're absolutely right. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, so very much number one. Play to your strengths. Play to your strengths. <laughs> um, but yes, no, so talking about the cost, like we, we leave Father Christmas out of this conversation. but um, And we don't, I don't think we, we hammer this home, but I do think like it's important that children have an understanding of Christmas that goes beyond just, oh my God, there's loads of toys. Yeah. Like, I think it's important that they understand that, you know, the other values of Christmas, spending time as a family, mm. playing games together as a family, eating a nice meal all around the table together. And I think there's, there is value in explaining the, the the cost of things. And often this, we've got um, Louis, who's obviously 16. He does not get a lot of presents wrapped up because he's 16. Mm. What, do you, what do you wrap up for a 16-year-old? So we just give him some money, which obviously, you know, whereas we tend to be like, well, I've got, I've got 10, 10 boxes here that might only cost a fiver each or whatever. Whereas, and so the value of things and the amount of quantities and stuff, we, we kind of bring the subject in like that. Yeah. 
No, no, I get that. I get that. And also, I always think back to, uh, we were very poor, and I know that I've chatted about this on the podcast, and we we, we got hardly anything. I mean, literally, there were Satsumas in our stockings. And sh- you remember Sugar Mice? Do you remember that? When we used yeah, to get those Sugar yeah. Mice? We used to get, there wasn't a lump of coal, you'll be pleased to know. It wasn't It wasn't that bad. <laughs> but we'd get a couple of toys, and we we, we would get um, selection boxes and stuff, like, like little sweets and stuff. But mm. that was it for us. You know, that was yeah. literally, and then, and then that's where the theory, although I didn't explain it very well, comes where we got that but like you know my mate James would have got a brand yeah. new pair of trainers which were probably at the time about 50 60 quid which yeah. is the- and i get that i do get it you you don't want your child or their child to feel as if they haven't got you know that they're like like they're treated differently by yeah. Father christmas mm. Mm. Okay, i get it um okay number 4 don't be afraid to let them amuse themselves um, which is linked to number six. I'm jumping here. Yeah, no, that's so fine. let's go from four to six. Uh, don't be afraid for them to, to let your children amuse themselves. Like, I think there is a, a bit of guilt there. It's like, oh, Christmas, like, oh, and I'm off work, and, I, you know, to spend all the time trying to, you know, with them. I think it's fine to take some time for yourself, which is linked to number six, them amusing themselves and you taking time for yourself. I mean, this is what Christmas films are for, right? Oh. This is why the BBC and ITV put Christmas films on from nine in the morning till nine at night. That's why they do it, right? My theory is, though, Channel 5 are, are the king of, of, of shit Christmas movies, which, is, I mean, if you sit down and you start watching one, uh, you're hooked. They're the crappiest Christmas movies ever, but you will sit and watch them. All yeah. the other Christmas movies I've got on my hard drive anyway, so I've got all the major Christmas movies, which we've pretty much watched by December the 1st. So, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, so Channel 5 is, is welcome with their crappy Christmas movies. But um, yes, you're right. And I, but but, uh, no, I could sit down with Noah and we could watch a Christmas movie, no problems whatsoever. We would literally stay put, eat, and watch it. Luna, however, no, she won't sit down and watch it. And even Charlie, to a point, Charlie's probably fallen asleep within 20 seconds. Yeah. So uh, that whole. If you're you're watching the film with Noah, is that really time for yourself? Yeah, because Christmas movie wise, apart from Bad Santa and maybe Love Actually. The, the the movies aren't it's not you don't get horror Christmas movies you know what I mean he can usually mm. watch them all the ones that I like and and they are Gardens of the Gal- uh, Galaxy the Polar Express you know um, oh, Polar Express, Polar Express yes. what a movie the Grinch hot chocolate, hot, hot, yeah. hot chocolate the Grinch is fun to, you know and I and I genuinely love sitting down with Noah and watching these movies like for me I'm literally feeling warm all warm inside right now to get the Christmas tree up to get his Polar Express train out. And then to watch Polar Express. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to wait a little bit. However, coming into land here, the last one on the list is be prepared. Okay? Now, we have done both sides of this where we've been rapping on Christmas Eve. But equally, we've also, there was a couple of occasions where we've actually been away the week before Christmas and we've come back on the 23rd or even the 24th. And therefore, we've had to be well prepared, like middle of December. Everything's bought. Everything's wrapped. The, 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 the delivery from Tesco is booked. And honestly, it makes a world of difference. The house is clean and tidy. We come back and it's, we can just enjoy yeah. the house and, and we can just enjoy com- company with each other. So, um, so be prepared is the best place to finish in terms of surviving christmas and we'll end this with i understand again because from how you know from me growing up as a kid that, that there are 
millions of people that you know do not have a lot of money do not earn a lot of money and especially in 2020 when you know lockdown has been horrific for people um so there i imagine things like the being prepared is if you the boxing day sales i know a lot of people buy their stuff on you know boxing day are you there Okay, so um, we, we've had a bit of a problem where Mike... Uh, the, Mike? No, you're Al. I meant Al's Mike. <laughs> Al's Mike is screwed up. I can get you over... Wait there, let me just get you back. I'll hear you via FaceTime. Wait there a second. Yeah, hello, hello, hello. Yeah, so your mic's broken, isn't it? How bizarre. Well, look, the tech... We're going to have to do the tech next week. I have got new the tech. the tech failed us. Because the tech has failed us. Um, and believe it or not, no, it wasn't microphones. Uh, I'm actually doing pet cameras. I was supposed to do that because obviously we've got the puppy. So we'll leave those till next week. That's fine. Um, due to a technical error, have a fantastic week. Make sure you download, you subscribe, you rate us as well. Uh, download Global Player if you want to get a load of other podcasts there. But obviously you can check out ours. Um, in the meantime, have a good week. Bye. <laughs> Bye.